Numbers chapter 6, it says that the, 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 the Kohanim, the priests, shall bless the people with this blessing. And uh, specifically, it talks about them calling on the name of Yahweh. That's the key note there. And you'll notice that it mentions his name three times. And I thought I would share with you a couple interesting historical facts about the Birkite Konim, the priestly blessing. Of course, uh, it was done in the temple on a daily basis. To I think it was to conclude the, uh, the offerings. And the priests would go to the front, to the duchan, like the platform, and they would stand there, and they would uh, lift their hands. And they would actually put their hands in a specific, uh, they'd form a Hebrew letter. They would form the Hebrew letter Sheen, which goes like this. Um, that's short for Shaddai, which is, you know, uh, the title for the Almighty. It means Almighty, El Shaddai. And it also is the first letter of the last word in the blessing, which is, uh, shalom, and may he give you peace, establish shalom for you. And so they would, they would make the sheen with both of their hands like this, and they would put their hands together like this. And then they would, they would, they would lift up their hands and they would bless the people like this. And, uh, it's something, you know, that's not, when, when someone goes like this, that's not what most people think of. Oh, the priestly blessing, right? We think of a very popular uh, show from several decades ago. But uh, a couple of the key actors and the people who wrote that show were Jewish. And they had exposure to the synagogue services. And in the synagogue service, the priests, the Kohanim, will still go to the front and they will do that blessing. And uh, in the Second Temple era, towards the last half of it, the use of God's name in worship began to fall out of practice. Uh, there was a misinterpretation that crept in that pronouncing God's name is blasphemy or that it's very close to blasphemy. And uh, because of that, it was frowned upon to actually pronounce the name of God. Um, but there was once a year when it was used, and that was on Yom Kippur, and, the, uh, and also the other time... Okay, it finally ended with only being used on Yom Kippur, but before that, the priests would use it in the temple when they said the blessing, because it says they'll call my name upon the people of Israel. So of course you have to call his name if you're going to call his name on the people of Israel, right? So they would lift their hands, they would bless the people, and it says that when, when the name of God was pronounced... Everyone would fall on their faces, and they, together they would say, Baruch Shem Kavod Malchuto. Blessed be the name of His glorious kingdom. Le'olam ve'ed, forever and ever. And that's why when we sing the Shema, and we call upon the name of God, Yahweh, that's why we sing the Baruch Shem Kavod in response to that. So, one other interesting thing about that is in, in Shir Hashirim, the Song of Songs, it says that uh, the, the beloved is talking and she says, you know, my lover is, he's coming to visit me and he's running on the hills and he's skipping on the mountains and he says he's peeking through the lattice work. And uh, the Orthodox Jewish understanding is when, when, the, uh, when the priests would lift their hands to bless the people, it's like the lattice work. And it's kind of like the Messiah is peeking through that blessing to bless the people, to cause his face to shine upon them. So it's just kind of one of those figurative illustrations that helps you understand the picture of it. And it is true. When we pray for each other and we bless each other, the Father's face shines on us as we do that for each other. And we can see Yeshua's face when we bless each other and we pray for each other. Shalom, I'm Izzy Avraham, and thank you for joining me for this talk. I delivered these messages live during the years I was leading a congregation. They're now hosted by my Hebrew school, Holy Language Institute, at holylanguage.com. 
If you're interested in the talks I've done since then, or if you'd just like to say thank you for these teachings, become a member at holylanguage.com.